You know, I keep pushing for uh, more CIMTs, and I, I feel a little bit about like the old uh, Maytag repairman. Nobody's interested. Actually, there are a ton of people that are interested that are looking deeper at preventive services. But here's part of the reason why. Uh, I'm going to show one of the pieces of science out there comparing coronary uh, artery calcium score and ABI with CIMT. What is ABI? Uh, ankle brachial index. You take your blood pressure in your uh, arm, your brachium, and your ankle, and you look at the differences. If there's a significant amount, uh, the theory is this, if there's a significant amount of plaque in between, like in the aorta and the pelvic walls, that'll decrease the blood pressure getting down to the ankle. And it does work, as you'll see in this. It really works more for uh, folks that have uh, higher risk already. We know they have risk, but it's a it's an acceptable way it, it, it's an acceptable way to follow people and to again look at risk. What did we find here, and what was the problem? Why did CIMT not show up as well? We'll get to that in just a minute. So, comparison of coronary artery calcium calcification, the carotid CIMT thickness, and ankylobrachial uh, index for predicting 10-year incidence of cardiovascular events in the general population. This was in the European Journal, uh, European Heart Journal of 2017. They quantified CAC, CIMT, and ABI in 3,100 patients, followed them for about 10 years. It was in a study that was already existing, the Heinz-Nixdorf recall study. That was in the Ruhr region of Germany. Um, <clears throat> so their read on it is that over the past two decades, there's been a growing acceptance of some type of study to help or procedure to help differentiate risk for people that are at low risk for heart attack and stroke at least according to Framingham and history-based surveys like that. Now, we used to, and you still see tons of it, it used to be accepted to do stress tests. What's happened is this, and, and let me just uh, warn you off of this. One of the more common assumptions from yeah, the healthy, worried group is to go to their uh, doctor, their internist, their cardiologist, their family practitioner, and say, look, I just, you know, I'm, I know you tell me I'm in good health, but I just like to get a screening test anyway. If you and the doc, or if the doc suggests a stress test, run the other way. And here's why. I cannot tell you the number of people that have something come up on a stress test, even though they were healthy, and if you get something on a stress test, you're now very worried, the doc's worried, and the only way to figure that out is angiogram. So once you start doing an angiogram, that's an invasive study that, results in, that can result in significant uh, injury, and it has over and over again. So uh, there have actually been studies showing that the probability of somebody having a problem is much greater if they go get a stress test if they're in the low risk category. So just don't do it. So they're still working through the current guidelines on when to do coronary calcium, CIMT, and ABI. There were changes in 09 where they started to agree to those. That was actually one year, by the way, after the death, the very highly publicized death of uh, Tim Russert, another one of these guys that fits into this quote, low risk category and who was found 
after his death, upon autopsy, to have arteries that were full of plaque. He had a, a, a ruptured plaque that caused a heart attack. So again, for this study, the uh, recent data suggests that these may not be equally defined. At the end of this, the day, here's what they found. They took uh, German rural residents. Uh, they were already in that uh, Nixdorf recall study, ages 44, uh, 5 to 74. Ultrasound on the right and left. They did I, just uh, IMT, no mean max. And again, this just underlines that there are no standards yet for the CIMT. Uh, 3,108 uh, uh, study participants, and they had, um, what, about 200, I think, events during that 10-year period. So that equals out to a low-risk population, about 7.5% uh, events over that 10-year time period. Here was one of the key um, images that they showed in the study, and here's a Again, what they did, they just dichotomized. They figured out how can we create a dichotomy to show the difference between these a positive score and a negative score. Well, again, those of you who are familiar with the CIMT, you're looking at arterial age or IMT, and you're looking at risk associated with mean max. In other words, the number of high peaks that you have in terms of arterial plaque. It's sort of like trying to shoehorn that into a, their own type of standard. It did show a difference, and actually they admitted later on in the study that uh, CIMT was maybe a little bit better for the low-risk group. However, at the end of the day, they said, uh, let's use coronary artery calcium score. What's my perspective? I would just be so happy if the insurance company would, wit would quit reimbursing stress tests for low-risk pop uh, populations and reimburse all three of these. That would at least be such a step forward. Before I turn this into a rant, I'll, uh, I'll sign off. Thanks for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.